A link to Born 2 Run by Penelope Scott on Spotify. I can hear multiple people thinking about me all at once. One of them is angry at me. I'll get you, my pretty. Except he used my name, of course, oh, will you now, ex and rapist motherfucker that you are? I don't think so. I changed my name. Good luck finding me in the sea of Susie Q's. Good luck finding me in a city I don't live in. Good luck finding me in the other city I don't live in. I moved to Canada. Wahaha. Or is it tropical Mexico? Maybe England, maybe France. Maybe it's none of your damn business, you snoopy troll. You have no idea how many people think about you at once, do you? It's a minimum of three people on planet Earth per minute. It doesn't even matter if you've seen them since childbirth or not, they'll still think of you some of the time. Some of it isn't even conscious thought, it is part of their identity. Your identity is comprised of many smaller parts, but for the moment I'd like to talk about familial identity. Sparkles had one that was not her actual family. It was comprised of friends and acquaintances, which is often like a real family. Unfortunately, her chief rapist threw her off a cliff and sheared her from them entirely with his lies. If anyone has done that to you, then you know you've met a psychopath. I've married several quite by accident at this point. Here's how they operate. They pretend to be good people around others. When alone with you, the pretense falls. Primarily, they spend time ignoring you to pursue whatever makes them more happy than you do. They express disapproval of your friends or family in order to control your actions. They don't suggest boundaries in order to improve relationships, which is what non-psychos would do. I unfortunately think more like a psycho than a human right now, so stay away from me. A psychopath will lie in wait until easy-to-fool friends or family approve of them, then formulate a plan to replace you in your own life. A campaign will begin where you are the target of vitriol and anything you do wrong can and will be used against you, no matter how many times you tried to make it right or displayed empathy over the mistake. They will lord that shit over you directly, too, especially if it reduces you to tears. The psychopath will fake tears until you believe they are normal. They often do not know the right cues for faking the tears. Challenge them to open up to you with details that make sense to a person with empathy and they will fail. Until you are blacklisted by your own kind for not allowing the psychopath to control every nook and cranny of your life, they will keep up the pretense that you are the problem. They'll gleefully excise you completely, if possible, and replace you. All you can do is either send them to jail, if they've committed a crime, or go into witness protection, essentially. Change your address, then your name, then your address again. Now, you might wonder why this psycho wants me. Why now? Why, after 3.33 years, does he give a shit? He doesn't. It's because of expiration of identifying information. I'm about to change my license plate. Or, that's what he thinks. He has no hope in hell in finding me ever again after that happens. He conveniently memorized my license plate. Who does that? I had a friend named Julie, spelled incorrectly, who could memorize numbers and things very easily, but she warned me up front that she was crazy good at that. I didn't really mind. I guess she might still know my credit card number from that long ago, but I no longer have that account. Benji, on the other hand, has done no such thing. He does not warn people he memorizes important identifying information about them automatically, which means he doesn't. He memorized it with a purpose. Stalking. What could my ex-rapist want with me? To rape me some more would be a logical conclusion. I'm not interested, as you could well imagine. 
Have you ever been pursued doggedly by an ex, my friend? Chances are they could be in the same boat as he is, it was good, now they can't get laid because their poker face fell apart, and you're their only hope in hell of getting more pussy. Notice it's not about love at all. I don't know if that's actually what happened to Benji, honestly. I've no idea why he's looking for me or what he wants from me. We do have an account in common, which means we have a bill in common, which means he's common law married. If he's trying to get married, it might be standing in his way. However, since we broke up over the fact he wanted to have many lovers instead of merely yours truly, I sincerely doubt this is the case. Stranger things have happened, I suppose, like me getting stuck up in a tree. Meow. I also thought of him trying to notify me of having herpes or something. I do not have herpes, or if I do, I've never had an outbreak. Since I'm celibate and single, I have no reason to care about getting tested just yet, but I will when I'm ready. I'm pretty sure I'd know by now, given how sick my vessel has been all this time, but now that I have chip I can go see a real OB slash GYN with just a copay. I've had a de facto last name change recently, though I'm not even sure how that happened. I have been reverted to my maiden name in some systems. God smiles, being godly and all. I suspect he has something to do with it. I never dropped my married name because firstly, I was the only person in the world with it, and secondly, I love this gorgeous family still. I just can't love their slovenly son anymore. They are the last family on planet earth with that last name because it's a typo, technically. The funny thing is that Benji, someone I was with for 4.5 years in totality, doesn't even know the last name he came to know me by is not my maiden name. So now I imagine him harassing my former in-laws to try to find me. I've got something I need to give back to her, is going to be his excuse for getting information on me. Nobody knows where I am. To say Benji was uninterested in my history is an understatement. The man didn't even make eye contact unless we were out to dinner. And then he was holding hands with me and acting like I was the only girl in the world for about 35 minutes a week. How lucky I was, let me tell you. Are you dating someone who gives zero fucks about who you used to be? Maybe you should examine that. We all come from somewhere. We are a collection of our experiences, after all, and stories about what people did wrong to you teach your current lover or friend, what not to do, especially if you tack on something like it hurt me very much, so I left. I haven't had someone care about my history in decades, it seems. I'm going to stop that nonsense and wait for someone who wants to know all about me. Not all at once like a creepy stalker, but over time. Tidbits. What did you use to do before you opened a tea shop? Could be one example. Okay, I'm not exactly into the idea of opening a tea shop. Maybe a coffee shop that also serves great tea. I've thought about getting an espresso machine to practice making great espresso. They're expensive and I'm not sold on waiting on human beings right now. This coffee is burnt. That's how espresso be, honestly. The machine cannot burn the beans, the roasting did that. The last latte I had was awful. I didn't complain, though, because that's pointless. The worst part, though, is that I got sick from minor dairy exposure and laid in bed for the majority of three days. A link to Over You by Ingrid Michelson and A Great Big World on Spotify. I hear love in this song, despite the name of it. A love difficult to get over. I haven't been there in so long, hung up over a person. I know this blog is full of vitriol for Mr. Carter, but I don't actually care about him. It's to drive the boys away and narrow it down to one singular boy and encourage him to be a man now that he's basically hooked like an addict. Yo.
As you might have noted by now, every single entry starts off on one topic and ends up in BFE comparatively. It's wild and unpredictable. This is God's design, to drive off jerk-faced assholes. I'm shy, essentially, having created a persona who can deal with being paid attention to while the rest of me marinates in outer space. She's a space cadet, yo. Thus, we meander through my garden of thought. Unfortunately, I don't know which you made it here. There were many options and they got narrowed down to one to save me from being raped for the rest of my life. I have tried to give six men my love, friends. Only the first one was blind for I will never forget the pain he gave me. Except I have actually forgotten because I died as of August 2020. I feel like I'm the psycho, as God cries time and again over things that happen. I know I have feelings, but they are on hiatus somewhere. I am beaten back, time and again, to a place of nothing in particular. It's frustrating, to say the least, to almost have a feeling and then suddenly Nick or Ben are thrown at me. It's a trap. Could you say that before the trap is sprung, Admiral? For instance, this man stares into my eyes off and on over a long period of time. Suddenly, He is speaking to another human being and tears spring to my eyes, but I'm not the one crying. I get so confused, honestly, because I have not come to judgment yet. I need to come to judgment to decide to have feelings. There is nothing to have feelings about here. As an INTJ, I have to have enough facts to judge the situation. I don't have those facts. The only facts I have are, there was eye contact, then there was none. So what? It's fucking eye contact, bro. It's a sign of respect. And there is very little respect in this world these days. God's prediction is the submarine sandwich guy is going to ask me for my contact information and I will give him my card, without a phone number, which will circulate amongst the employees of said store. I think this is amusing, because the voices in my head have been telling me that I'm going to do something so grandiose that the world will change completely. This is how it always starts. One tiny action I take will have a butterfly effect that amounts to a hurricane. As if, bro. Where's that at, bro? How we doing on the timeline? When we gonna strike it big, buddy? Tell me, since you know all the facts of all time. Hint, it's not God. God doesn't tell me the future, or if he does, it's in code. I know the code, just like Morpheus. He tells me I am Neo, though. So when do we dodge bullets? I like that part. Also, where's my trinity? This is what's going to happen. I'm going to take Benjamin Andrew Carter to court where I currently live because I cannot travel, I am unable to be exposed to dairy without getting sick. He will go to jail after facing off with my lawyer, alone. Unless I'm called to testify, of course, we are angling for capital punishment, if the court so pleases. There are reasons, it's not random. It is God's will. Thou shalt not suffer a psychopath. I believe there will be a court order to check his amygdala for damage, to see if it functions the same as a typical amygdala or not. To fail to function properly will prove without a shadow of a doubt that he is a psychopath. Perhaps many, many people already in jail will receive this testing and we will eliminate that which is broken. God insists the boy has absolutely zero feelings about the five counts of murder-slash-homicide, 1,252 counts of rape, and additional 152 counts of sexual assault kidnapping, stalking, prostitution, domestic violence, extortion, two counts of indecent exposure, harassment, and hate crimes I will be charging him with. He won't even show up to court, thinking it's about something else he doesn't wish to contest, if God is correct. 
View a list of all criminal charges at findlaw.com. That's what God says, anyway. I leave it up to my lawyer, once I retrieve my diary from Penzu and mail it to them. That's not all he did, but some details are best left out for now. He's busy making something to drag my unique name through the mud without my consent. It's sexual in nature, too. Apparently, this shall be his testimony. I will play the game myself and take screenshots of it, or a screen capture, complete with my own commentary. I will submit this to the courts with my written word that covers the entire span of the relationship. His video game will prove he's a psychopath, since he will write verbatim all the things I said to him and the options to proceed will be. Fuck her anyway. Listen to what she said and be a gentleman. Kill her with poison. The words may well be different, but this is what you will be able to choose at every turning point in this interactive fiction-style video game. He will try to vilify me with the facts. It will do the opposite. The entire world will fall in love with me instead. Anyone without a damaged amygdala, anyway. We believe it will explain womankind to all of mankind, which is why we allow him to continue in a vacuum. He will publish this game with billions of downloads, ultimately, which will be placed in my girl's pocket, and then thrown at the environment to fix all the problems there are. She might not get around to fixing them all, but suddenly it will be chic for billionaires to fix the environment, becoming superheroes in the eyes of the common folk. Those who don't will die a miserable death. The death of a psychopath. Hi, it's me again. That godfellow, telling you what's going to happen to planet Earth again. The bees are dying, hello. Do you want to be able to eat food until your heart gives up? I think you do. Plant those bee gardens, they're waiting for you to feed them. Plant some trees, too, if they won't grow into the power lines. Well, even if they would grow into the power lines, it's better to have trees and let the power company deal with that, honestly. Trees are one way to stop global warming, and so are eco-roofs. What's an eco-roof, God? I've never heard of this before. I'm so glad you asked, Jesus, let me tell you all about it. It's this thing they do where they reinforce the roof on your house and then plant flora to soak up the rainwater and grow. You can even put flowers in there and feed the bees yet again. Not to mention you can add one or two solar panels to mitigate growing energy consumption per household. Since you also have greenery surrounding it, it'll stay cooler than if you simply put solar panels on the roof. Not to mention it means a cooler house in the summertime and a warmer house in the wintertime. Now isn't that kick-ass? Yes, I do believe so, God. Is that all humanity can do for you, though? Ask not what your country can do for you. There's a lot more, actually, thanks for bringing it up, J-Man. They can dig a ditch, throw a bunch of milkweed seeds in it, and dump a bucket of water on it once the last frost has happened in their area. By digging a ditch, they're directing rainwater to collect in it, like a basin, maximizing the ability for hardy plants to live. It reduces erosive runoff from where there's just grass, that pesky weed everyone loves to chop to smithereens and hate on. Go Edwardian, go Victorian, plant wild weeds that flower and watch the insects flourish as they pollinate. Retire all the pesticides, earthlings, and you will get to live, after all. If you all fail to do as I've told you, I don't really need to do anything, but I'm so pissed off, I think I'm ready to blow some super volcanoes and end your miserable little existence. You've already forgotten Sodom and Gomorrah, you sick bastards. It was meant to be a warning to all raping, murdering dickwads, but no. God hates the gays. As if. They're here for population control. 
you're overpopulated, you fucking Neanderthal bitches. But what you can do for your country? Jesus finishes. Oh, I'm sorry, son. I didn't think you were going to finish your sentence there since everyone but the people in India know what comes next. That's quite all right, Jesus replied mildly, looking down upon the earth from the heavens, curious as to whether or not the humans would be able to get it all under control before their extinction event came. In fact, seven billion souls were doing that very thing in that very moment. The girl needs to put the meat away, it's going to spoil if it sits much longer, Jesus mused aloud, causing such an action to occur. Magically, the meat found itself in the fridge. Pot roast and cabbage, as it were. The cabbage was a bit more limp than she'd have liked, but it was edible. Edible is about all the girl needs. It's not what she wants, as a grade A foodie, but at least it doesn't make her wish to vom like this video game. Speaking of edible, when will marijuana become legal so we can dive right into continuing to murder ourselves with gusto? That's right. That's how this incredible illness came about. We ate cannabis, it numbed our internal organs, and then we imbibed all manner of allergens because we could no longer feel the pain. Until we damn near liquefied them all, dying of starvation and malnutrition despite shoveling things in. Don't say I didn't tell you so. And he shoveled those foods that he knew we could not tolerate right to us. He deposited cheese in our vicinity countless times, kidnapped us to go camping multiple times without a shred of food that was edible by the girl. He even waited to go to the campground, driving them both there in his stick shift vehicle, which she could not pilot, and then broke up with her. As if having all his college buddies as witnesses would help his case in some way or another. He expected her to throw a tantrum of some sort, no doubt. What did she do? She ruined his attempt of parting sex that was so good you'd salivate. That's what she did. Don't get mad, get even, bro. One quickie later, they were both dissatisfied with their last memory of sex together. She sticks her middle finger up at all the dudes like him, too. It's like you're trying to prove your worth when you fuck the whole thing up single-handedly. Like, seriously, WTF? I hope this video game is made and proves he has zero emotions, just like God says. I hope he throws in every misdeed I ever did in that relationship, probably five or so, I'll admit it. I'm not perfect. Nobody is, not even God. Bring it, gamer boy. Every game I'm forced to play has rules. Once I crack the rules, I will win. God had to cure my borderline personality order that he fixed when I was 14 when I had my one and only true suicide attempt. I am his tool, after all, we can't let the tool not do its job, bro. A tool that is unused is unloved. How much shit you got sitting in your closet, unloved? Take IT to Goodwill. Get rid of the shit. You'll feel better, anyway. You'll be letting go of all that negative shameful vibration you feel whenever you look at those dumbbells you don't care for. Though, I tell you, if the reason you don't use it is you're too tired, you need to get an intolerance test done first. It's not even that expensive at the place I found. It'll open in a new tab. Now, I don't know what the hell to do. I want to die, but I can't die, so I swing about idly. There is no direction to move in. I just lie and wait for something, anything, to happen. I go to the store daily like an automaton, piloting a tiny cart to and fro, making up reasons to be there just to leave the house. I can't hold a job because everybody eats something I'm allergic to. Everybody. Not a single person on planet Earth has given up all that I am allergic to. Let alone an office full of somebodies. 
It's the exact reason I know I will die alone, actually. Nobody will ever willingly give up half the food they can eat just for me. So once this fucking retarded bullshit regarding an asshole extraordinaire is over, I'm going to figure out how to cure allergies. I'm going to figure out how to be superhuman. I'm going to leave the rest of you bastards behind in the dust. I'll stand alone, intergalactic envoy to the rest of the galaxy. Maybe they'll take me for a ride, if I'm lucky. I'd love to see a nebula, or a simulation thereof, up close and personal. So, tell me, humanity. Is this real or is it Photoshop? Unsplash.com photographs. I stared at this for a long time today. I have opinions, but I'll let you derive your own conclusion. To force my thoughts onto you is to become a rapist. My decision is that this is Photoshop, but it took me a few hours to arrive at that conclusion. What do you think? My biggest question, if it is Photoshop, is why are the circles not in perfect vertical alignment on the right? Regardless, it's beautiful, so thank you Unsplash contributor KNXRT. I'll tell you something special. Even though I don't think this is proof of visitors, I know they're here. I know they're here because we called them here. They're here because you invalidated God too long, but also because I begged them to destroy humanity, which serves his purpose just fine, as well. I also know our technology has zero hopes in hell of finding them and the octagonal object over Lake Huron, which is fairly close to where I live, might I add, is spacelink technology. Where are your missiles, BRO? A link to Diamonds by Henix on Spotify.